Welcome to episode nine of Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And this is a podcast where we take a couple movies of questionable quality that have a similar theme, and we rate them in a few different categories in order to figure out which one is the better movie. So this week, I decided to pit two young adult uh, franchise failures against each other. Now, there are a lot of these to choose from. So I decided to do a theme within a theme of the young adult uh, failures and pick ones that had these weird number obsessions. And you so, wanted an actual failures, too, one that they didn't make it through the whole exactly, series. Exactly, exactly. So you at first... So like when Maze I first, Runner or something right, like that. Right, when I first told you, the, uh, you about my idea for this theme, you were like, oh, Divergent. No, Divergent did several movies. I mean, and I guess it is successful. kind of a, it is kind of a failure because they're doing the last one as a TV movie. So that is Ooh. embarrassing. Ooh. But they have to de- like lost ground basically. Yeah, exactly. But at least, at least they did well enough to do multiple movies in the same franchise. Same with Maze Runner. I don't think is a failure. They had to take a break because the main guy like fucked up his face. He almost died. And in, Mark like, a Hamill stunt. himself or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He almost died in like a stunt that they did. Oh, for during the movie. The Movie. Yeah, yeah, during the filming of the movie. So I, I think he's fine now. He's I think just going to be like his face is dark okay. man for the next sequel. No, I think he's fine. I think it's one of those like... Zoolander style, yeah. like, I'm hideous. Yeah, yeah, I'm hideous. <laughs> um, no, but these ones were legitimate failures. They only, it was one and done. Both of them are based off of books that have multiple books in the series, but they didn't go on to the second one. So we did The Fifth Wave versus I Am Number Four. And I liked the, I, like I said, I, I wanted, I liked that they both had the numbers theme. So we got a, a Duble theme here Duble. going on. So the fifth wave was Multiple from... Multiple levels. Yeah, yeah. So the fifth wave was pretty recent, from 2016. Uh, it, on Rotten Tomatoes, is a 16%. So 16, I wow. did not expect very much from this movie. Uh, I Am Number 4 was a few years ago, actually, at this point, 2011. And that one was a 33%. So we went with the lower Rotten Tomatoes scores. And honestly, it looked like it was going to be worse. So... The eternal quest to do the worst movie first. Uh, let's see if we... I think we've nailed that pretty closely, though. Which must mean that Rotten Tomato is a pretty good indicator of It is, overall. even though it's not a good quality indicator. Like, right. You but can't relative quality, it's good. Yeah. Like, two movies based on the Rotten Tomato score, you'll if it's higher, it's usually going to be better than one that's lower. Yeah. But you can't always tell just by looking at the number on itself if you're going to like the movie or not. Exactly, because like a... 20% on Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean that this is a 2 out of 10 movie. No. So you just have to kind of break... just means only 20% of the people thought it was above a half worth or something. Worth yeah. yeah. So we went with the 16%er first. The, the fifth wave is, as I said, based on a young adult uh, novel. I think it's part of a trilogy, but they ain't making any more of these. Uh, it follows... Our protagonist is Cassie, who is a supposedly 16-year-old girl in Ohio, played by Chloe That's Grace. That's how old I am, 16. Yeah. <laughs> uh, played by... This This movie is not as It's not too bad, bad about as, that, because she are, still looks young. These are like slightly older teenagers playing younger teenagers, or right. men in their young 20s playing teenagers. Right. So we don't have the 30-year-old, 16-year-olds in this. Not too bad. Yeah, so we couldn't get too much enjoyment out of making fun of that. And there's also a lot of younger kids playing there actual are, younger there's kids. More, this is more of like a Hunger Games type where you've got kids from 7 to 18. So they couldn't really just get a bunch of 29-year-olds to play everybody like they did in Starship Troopers. Right. <laughs> um, but Cassie, played by Chloe Grace Moretz, is a 16-year-old in Ohio. Her dad is uh, Ron Livingston. And then she's got this little brother, Sammy, who's played by nobody, just some little 7-year-old old kid yeah uh there is an alien invasion that invades everywhere on earth and it does it in these waves of attacks so i think the first wave is emp second wave is like tsunamis well they didn't explain it they, yeah they somehow made all the water rise up and like, yeah. even rivers they said though were like a lake or something even yeah. like flooded yeah so, so they could control the water yeah so it couldn't have been just a straight tsunami it was something no. to do with like wiping people out even water. they were like near some lake and it flooded but then the coastal cities were all wiped out yeah and <clears> then there was a the third i guess the third wave is like a flu pandemic that kills uh, whatever nine out of ten people and then there's this fourth wave, which is snipers, like yeah. alien snipers hiding in the woods just and just people. shooting people. 
I don't really know how that works that in places really where there well, aren't any woods. That one wasn't really uh, explained well. Yeah, I don't know how that would work in a desert environment, but whatever. So then the whole movie is kind of about what's the fifth wave going to be. So right. at some point, the army starts rounding up children, saying that the, uh, the aliens can imitate people. It's almost impossible to detect in adults, so they can detect it in children. So they're going to like round up all the kids to make an army to fight the aliens? Yeah, it makes no sense. Right. So uh, Chloe Grace Moretz kind of gets lost on the way to the army base. She doesn't make it onto the bus. So her brother... She's getting a teddy bear or something. Yeah, her little bratty brother wants a teddy bear, so she runs back to get it. Uh, they kill all the, all the adults because there was like a riot, so her dad gets killed. Her brother gets sent to this army base, conveniently gets put on the same unit as her high school crush. Crush, yeah, who they... Uh, but she's left in the woods trying to deal with, like, getting hunted down by these snipers. She gets shot. Uh, fortunately, a hunky dude p- picks her up and nurses her back to health. He uh, stitches her uh, yeah. leg up a week after she gets shot. Too. Right. We'll talk more about that yeah, later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, she convinces him to help her take her to this army base to find her brother. Turns out that guy is an alien. Uh, it's quite unfortunate. They call the aliens others in this because I don't think they want to hit the alien. Yeah, they just say uh, the others. Yeah, they just say, oh, he's an other. Uh, so you've got this sort of Romeo and Juliet thing set up where a girl and an other are in love. He helps her get to the base. She finds her brother and her high school crush. The alien guy blows up the base because now he's completely against what the aliens are doing. And they set it up just begging for a sequel at the end that nobody wanted. So that's the gist of the movie. The main the main thing we spend our time on in this podcast, though, is not movie summaries, but, uh, but our rating eating. system. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but our rating system. So Eric and I, we have four different categories. Acting, visuals, structure, and entertainment value. And important. Eric and I will each score the movie in all of those categories. We can give it zero to five in each category. And then at the end, I'll total up all the points that each movie got from us and whichever one and has the most points convert them to wins. U.S. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And issue a lump sum yep, payout. Yep. Uh, all the way to the bank. So <laughs> $15. <laughs> first category is acting. What do you think about the acting in the film? I wave? did. I thought it was... Overall, not terrible, but I think that there was like zero chemistry between a lot of the characters. And it was one of those where it was also, I mean, I rated it pretty low, like 1.5. I also did a 1.5. Yeah. So So there was a lot of people that were like, okay, but there was also a lot that were bad. And But some of it was just like the character, like the Micah Monroe or whatever her name is. I don't know if it's Micah Monroe or Micah Monroe, but so there are three. Her character is awful. We know she's not a bad actress. Right, right. So, okay. Chloe Grace Moretz is fine she She's fine. i didn't I mean, have i didn't have any complaints anything about wrong with she that did, was not her issue yeah she just... did what she needed to do she's a decent actor she was completely fine the rest of the actors in this movie fall into one of three categories where they're like good people phoning it in like Liv exactly. shriver or ron livingston or good people who are trying really hard but wrong for their role like it's, her uh, probably uh, like the make monroe and maria bello as that like sergeant or corporal or what remember her where she like uh when they first get to the base and oh she, yeah the doctor one yeah yeah, yeah. I, she's terrible she was she was she was completely miscast she was trying really hard she was trying to be a hard ass and, right. and her accent was weird and the things she was saying were weird it just it yeah, was it just a work. stupid role and then the third category is just legitimately bad actors all right. of the children well besides, just little kids yeah, yeah all of the kids besides chloe grace moretz were bad so this is a love triangle movie that you could tell from the beginning it was supposed to be the kid that played her high school the crush Jurassic Park kid is yes no Jurassic World my mistake yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park no one who was in Jurassic Park is a kid anymore Jurassic yeah Park. yeah how dare you Eric so it's even the, the dinosaurs are all grown up now. yeah it's the the kid from Jurassic World the he played teenager he played the that. same role basically a grump a surly teenager he sucks so bad <laughs> and it made it even more embarrassing because in this movie all of the kids have nicknames when they get into the, like I said in my you little could tell synopsis, that was a big part of their book they're like all oh, gonna have cool nicknames but it, it just falls flat in the movie because they're just Oh, now he has a nickname, Zombie. And it's embarrassing because he's a really bad actor, so he kind of has the screen presence of a zombie. Right. So it seems like they're making fun of him. I thought they were like... But it may, I mean, 
assuming that maybe him trying to act whatever this character was like in the book. If he's described as a zombie, maybe that's him being a really good actor. He acted that. He annoying. acted that way. In, he acted that way in Jurassic World. Also, I remember. Right. I I did not like Jurassic World. We saw it in theaters, and I was just like, I was grumpy and surly the whole time. And uh, I specifically remember thinking with this actor and then the the one that was the playing little his little brother, I just was, was like, like autistic or something. I was like, how did they <clears throat> even choose these actors for these roles? These roles are so boring and so flat and so yeah. nothing that how could you even sit in an audition room and like watch people? What are you even looking yeah, for? Yeah, what are you yeah. looking for when they're reading through these awful lines with these nothing characters? And then uh, they have people like, um, but just like, yeah, so they were sucky and then people like Liv Schreiber and... Ron Livingston. They were just wasted in like kind of dull dead end roles. Yeah, I I got the I got the sense that someone was sca- standing off camera with like a dollar tied to like a <laughs> fishing like, oh, line. Almost got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like you try get, a little harder yeah, than that. Yeah, like you get the you get the greyhounds to follow the stuffed rabbit when they're doing the race. I felt that way with Liv Schreiber and um, or Ron Livingston was Rob like, hey, Livingston. I need a new boat. Like tells his agent, whatever the next one that comes in, I'll yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. How much? Okay, good. all right, fifty grand. How whatever. how how quickly do I get killed? Great. Yeah, First great. twenty minutes, you're saying that sounds Perfect. awesome. The the last big role in the movie that I wanted to talk about was the third corner of the tri- love triangle, which oh, the was alien the guy. alien dude. Alien who bro. Was, he was man, so flat. He was bad. He was, yeah. he is, he is nobody from nothing. I mean, I don't know anything else that this guy has been in. And again, I look at it and go, how did you even choose this guy? Uh, yeah, it's weird because it's funny to see actors try and get across things in a, with a role that doesn't say much. And some people just like end up being like stoic and flat. Like I don't even I can't even think of a counterexample of someone doing it well. Maybe like Tom Hardy or something. But like there's a lot of that's a typical in a lot of these movies is like this character is supposed to be kind of the alien kid or whatever is supposed to be kind of quiet I guess like brooding. But it just comes like the way they act it just comes across as like a robot. He's just dead eyed yeah. stares. Never says anything when he does. Their it's like body flat. language is off. I think in order to and their chemistry is poor too. Oh yeah yeah. In order to do these really stoic roles, you would have to have uh, the perfect body chemistry to be able to like body, relay yeah. with like, like your shoulders and your facial right. expressions. And these people they just have no facial expressions so they just kind of like end body up body language and everything yeah they just kind of they stand there stiff as a board and they look straight ahead at whoever's in the scene with them say a and word they say two. their lines and it's just <coughs> you're like oh well that was underwhelming so yeah I, we both agree we each gave it a one, one and, and a half because yeah. just normal bad acting would be a two but right, like just like saying, noticeably no chemistry poor, but not terrible miscast the only one who was even decent was I guess fortunately the main character. Yeah, she but was fine. She's the only one who comes out of this one unscathed. Uh, everyone else is no right. bueno. So visuals, I'll go first on visuals. Okay, do it. Uh, visuals were really bad. the <laughs> The CG was laughable. Yeah, there was one water yeah, we particularly thought we. I mean, water is not easy to do, but it looked particularly bad that we both noticed it. Right. And they were doing like Sharknado level water effects. I don't know if it was that bad, but uh, it was pretty bad. I think it was pretty bad. And when, it's, when you compare it to something like a movie that recently came out, like San Andreas, like anytime you have water flooding through areas and it's not real, you can sort of tell. Yeah. But this looked like really bad. Yeah, so I gave it a 1.5. I gave it a 1.5 too. Because all of the special effects were like that. The really water, like the, the, there weren't, there weren't actually that many special effects. No, and that's there was one the of the water, reasons I gave it and, a low score. And then the second Is, special effect was when, like we were talking about, they were uh, scanning the brain or whatever. Is yeah, that, they yeah. looked like a video game. They just wanted to set up a video game for this. Right. So. One of the lies that the aliens tell is they they tell people that uh, they're telling these kids that alien organisms have taken over people's brains and that when you look through these special goggles, you can see like the aliens in their brains. Like a parasite. Well, did you did you actually say that the army ended up being the aliens? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't remember if you said that or not. Yeah, the army ended. Well, I don't know if I made it totally clear in right. my summary, but so they, they were ended, like getting the kids instead of actually to fight. The aliens, they were actually supposed to be using the kids to fight the remaining humans by tricking them in, that they were aliens. And that's the fifth wave. So you're using their own children against them. Yeah, yeah. But whenever they're looking through the goggles to supposedly see the aliens in people's brains, which don't exist. It was a, it was all fake. But it 
it looks exactly like a video game, like a point and shoot sort of. Right, uh, where it's glowing, throbbing, like with a cursor over yeah, it. Yeah, like when we go to when we go to the arcade bar and we put you know two quarters in there to play the zombie game, and we're standing there drunk shooting at the zombies. That's what it looked like. <laughs> the zombie going, chickens. Right. <laughs> yeah, the zombie chickens. That's what it looked ah. like on screen. So. Other things that were bad in this were, um, I would say the best looking person in the cast is uh, Micah Monroe. And she- Oh, her hair was like mangled. They tried to make her look like weird goth, but they like just chopped her hair all up with like a weed eater. Exactly. Instead of giving her just like, uh, tomboy lesbian undercut or something that just mangled it with like different lengths poking out. And And it was a different hairstyle every time she came on screen. Uh, I, I actually, you're not a big, Chloe Grace Moretz fan. I think she's a pretty girl. I I mm. I think she's pretty. But this movie was she's so scared of her not looking pretty in every single scene, and I am not exaggerating. Every single scene, her hair is perfect. Yeah, she it's, could just like get swept away by the typhoon, and then she comes up, and her hair looks exactly oh, yeah. the same. Oh yeah, she didn't get wet at all in that scene. She climbed right. a tree, and she was <clears> safe <throat> from the tsunami lake. And her hair was never a mist. There were times where she was even rubbing dirt on her clothes to try to like i think camouflage herself or something when she was in the woods and her so hair she'd was be, still like blonde poking out like she she would have flaxen hair shimmering in the perfectly <laughs> perfectly uh what's the word quaffed waved like uh like loose waves in her hair yeah that, she didn't even have like a ponytail yeah, or something. exactly she never she put her hair up twice once when she went into the army base because she had the, she was in army uniform, so like she, she had to have uniform. her hair up. Yeah. And I think there was one point at the beginning where she was on like the cheerleading squad, so right. she had to show her with her hair up. And for the rest of the movie, her hair is completely down. This is a fucking apocalypse. The, the first thing I'm looking for are hair ties. <laughs> so hair ties and like water. Those are, those are my that's right. my priorities in an apocalypse. Well, I do not want my hair in my face. Yeah. So there was nothing really particularly about the cast where you could be like, oh my god, this cast is amazing looking or something. But one of my beefs with the visual was that like when they would have a specific visual it would usually look bad but other there weren't that many either it was like yeah. for like a sci-fi or ostensibly like a sci-fi movie it's about alien invasion and stuff there was really not much going on to look at no. most of the time was like her by herself or with one other person it was supposed to be like this worldwide thing but you never got like a visually you got a sense of that they had like one or two scenes that would show a city getting hit with a typhoon or something it and, was uh, very the impact just yeah. in ohio yeah it was very just like kind of drab looking, I guess, in yes. terms of like there wasn't much visually going on. Nothing dramatic looking, nothing. It was yeah, just, and anytime they did have a specific like, okay, we're going to make look at this alien image, look at this disaster image, it looked bad. So Well, there there never were any actual <coughs> different looking aliens. No, the I mean like the just, fake alien image even looked cheap. And the aliens, yeah. I guess, were just supposed to be humans, humanoids, exactly like humans who just were from outer space. Yeah. They never really, I mean, maybe that's explained then later in the books, but... In this movie, it was just seemed like they were just other humans. Yeah, like they were being controlled from afar or something. <laughs> right. So there's nothing there's nothing exciting to look at. All you have to look at are how good-looking are your actors, and they didn't choose... For the men, they did not choose well. So this guy who played the alien other, the character's name is Evan. He looks a little bit like the Mighty Ducks kid, Joshua Jackson. And as, Joshua I, was, Jackson. as I was watching it, it... I think he can... Like the Dawson's Creek gra- Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, graduate to being a Dawson's Creek yeah. kid, not and Mighty Ducks. fringe. I mean, he's been... Again, right. The Skulls. Oh, uh, yes, of course. The kid from The Skulls. So what I was wondering, you probably can't answer this for me. Uh, do people think he's hot, Joshua Jackson? A lot of people did. I never did. Uh, he, in, in, uh, in Dawson's Creek time, I mean, there was like... Yeah. People who were like... I never watched... I've never seen a single episode of Dawson's Creek. I mean, now he's kind of like 45 or something, I guess. Right. No, I don't mean now. That's not <laughs> That's not fair now. Right. But like when he was... Yeah, there were people when he was, that... Oh, see, I, I, he's, not, he's not my type. I think he's plain slash yeah. weird looking. So this guy looks kind of like a slightly better Joshua Jackson. Andy's a bad actor. Uh, and then the Jurassic World kid is a little a kid. feminine looking. Like he has these very big pillowy lips and i kind of was like were they trying to find someone with bigger lips than chloe grace <laughs> yeah. moretz just a lot of lip in this movie uh, so it's just yeah there's nothing there's nothing to look at and when they do try to give you something to look at they fail completely so you said one and a half also? one and a half yeah oh we're dead even so dun, far dun, dun. oh my god okay so tell me about the structure structure i thought was obviously weak for us. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. that goes without saying. That goes without saying that it was weak. I gave it a one and a half too. I did too. Oh my god, is this our first exact tie? <laughs> no, it, it, 
Well, we have a fourth category. Oh, that's so right. So we have to see about the fourth category. <laughs> Damn, I think we're going to make But we're this gonna is the closest the we have been. Yeah, so, so far. The, for structure, obviously, the story was was weak in a lot of ways. They didn't really. I mean, I, I mean, who knows how much of this should have come out in the books or whatever, but it didn't make a lot of sense from what the aliens were trying to do. So, like, they kill almost everyone on the planet with, like, a virus after destroying the cities or something. It didn't make any sense. Like, wouldn't your first go to move be, like, Oh, we have a genetically engineered virus. We'll just release it. Everyone will die. The worst part, these have to be from the book too. I can't imagine what could, what the book could have improved, especially right. that the fourth wave being snipers. It was, just, just well, it was supposed like, to be a general attack by the aliens was the fourth wave was an actual ground attack of some kind. And the movie was represented only by people getting a few pot shots taken yeah. at them from like yeah. some guy, mysterious figure in a, behind an overpass or something. It yeah. wasn't like a real attack. But I think that was just weakness on the part of visuals. You I think, think so? I'm so you guessing, think it probably was better I'm guessing in the, in the book that it was like an attack. Like yeah. now the troops are in and then for whatever reason, now this is one of the things that doesn't make sense though because in the movie the aliens were trying to use the kids and convince them that all the other humans were aliens because they would they put a chip in them and then whoever didn't have the chip it would tell them that they were an alien but really it was just telling them they didn't have a chip and uh but that doesn't make any sense they've already invaded themselves yeah. and in the movie the aliens were like super powered not like insane super power but they were like they did not make that clear that's one of the things well because the main dude it. that was helping her it was very clear that he was more powerful than a normal human right but because that's never how she did to use it no that's the right they never used it against anyone and there was plenty of times where like Liv Schreiber and other military aliens would like look around and see a kid running away from like 12 feet away and just like ignore them, turn yeah. around and get like back in their chopper yeah. when really they could just shoot them or run over there and pop their head like a grape or right. they just like didn't do anything. Yeah. And then they were trying to use kids instead. I was like, it didn't make any sense. Right. No, it, I would say the worst, the main thing about this that brings it down is this is so painfully contrived. This really, movie yeah. is begging for the sloppy seconds from Twilight and right. Hunger Games. And they, they, and you could tell they please, tried to find yeah. the elements that were like, because it's not a sci-fi movie at all. You no. can tell by the way they say others instead of aliens. They don't mm -hmm. actually deal with the vision. They're trying to like actually have as little of that in the movie as possible, they which just, is one of the weaker parts of it. They just wanted a Romeo and Juliet slash set in a, love triangle. Set in some like, weird situation. With yeah, a, one us versus like, them, but I'm in love with you. Right. And like, you convinced me that what we're doing is wrong. So they're almost literally like, don't worry about all that alien stuff. Yeah. Just accept that this is happening. Whereas the alien <laughs> stuff is the only thing that could have been interesting. Right, because otherwise you're just watching a high school, like a teeny bopper drama. Right. Which and, it, yeah, so mm -hmm. they didn't have any real sci-fi what for what they did it was incredibly botched and and like ill thought out yeah it's not a good universe that like they didn't create a good and i have no concept of if these are these books are well received or anything like that I, it I must mean, have been at least somewhat for them to justify making a movie off yeah, of it but 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 things that you could tell they tried to move over from the book like eric said these nicknames with these children you could tell that was a big part of the book for oh, whatever teacup. reason get over here teacup, teacup and Ooh, scooter and like yeah. poopy pants or yeah. whatever the hell they're there was dumbo one was actually dumbo, dumbo teacup zombie but in the movie that's just shoehorned in like you don't give any reason why they had like they said oh he survived the the, the the disease so we called him zombie like what wait what yeah. doesn't make any sense i think you called him zombie because he's a bad actor right. and he's barely got his eyes open when we did you uh, when i was doing jujitsu there was a guy who steve nicknamed zombie because yeah. he had a green mouth guard and when he was teaching him something he would just stare at him with his mouth open like uh, <laughs> with his green mouth with guard. his green mouth guard and so he looked like a zombie yeah. <laughs> and steve could never remember anyone's name that's a, that, that's <laughs> it's a about, better reason yeah yeah <laughs> And that's about what the feeling I got from this, too. Uh, I mean, I guess the idea was supposed to have been that, like, they thought he was going to die, and he just came back from the disease, so he's like a zombie. But oh they were like, God. you survived the disease, and he was like, yeah, wish I hadn't. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it would have been more interesting right. if he'd said it. He just kind of, like, open mouth, his big old lips just sticking mm, out like, everywhere. Do you have an yeah. algae-covered uh, fish tank that uh, I can suck onto? Yeah. Um, and that's where he meets uh, Chloeca Grace Moretz. He's like, you're the only one whose lips might be almost as big as yeah, mine. Yeah, we can create an we airtight seal. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they don't actually ever kiss. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz well, that's, and the... They're saving that for the fourth movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's only a, tri it's only a trilogy. There's implied relations, though. There were. I was not I, expecting See, that. I called it. You I, said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, Eric's like, they're going to 
do it. And I was like, they don't do it in these young And I was like, it's going to be implied. Which was it was like, very yeah. weakly implied, but it was certainly implied. Oh, it was more than implied. They're in the car. They're right, like but making I'm saying, out. They're dry humping. They're, they went they all the way. It didn't show a dry humping, they though. They went. It just showed like home run. some heavy there petting. There was a home run. It just showed some heavy petting and then in a via, in a closed space and then it panned away. That was about as, as obvious oh, as a guy. No one, no one was going to be stopping them. Yeah, but no, they of course didn't not. Actually, but I'm saying it didn't yeah. even show like the they hand on the window. Like, no, yeah, no thrusting, <laughs> no throws of passion or anything like yes, that. Yes, but I, I was very surprised because usually these things try to stay pretty chaste. Right. Uh, because, you know, you don't want to scare away the moms who are letting their 13-year-old girls read this. So this one must have been aimed at... Did you just assume the gender of the viewers? I, I did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> With a female protagonist and a I mean, that, love and that's, triangle. You get that idea that yeah. this was like, because of the fact that it was only the most tenuous of sci-fi elements and it was yeah. more like one of these like wear seal books or something where they're just trying to get the <laughs> element of like oh a forbidden love yeah. with the enemy and like yeah and not really a sci-fi like, universe yeah. even even as strongly as something like hunger games which was for the most part they at least build a universe in that right right and that's one of the things watching both of these movies where i'm wondering what makes hunger games and twilight work and what Who fails yeah. in a movie like this. I think it's just because this one, like I said, it really was just begging for the Twilight leftovers. That was all yeah. it wanted. It, it never even wanted to be good. It never it wanted to wanted be a good story or a good movie. It's it like just if we was can get like, 7% market share please, on the Please, do you have any money that you could give Fantasy, sci-fi, us? romance, teenage yeah, we have, market. We have a girl and two boys and she has to choose. Please, can I take There's your a team. There's going to be team this versus team that. Right. Well, we're just going to call them the others. We're not even going to have a name for them. They'll just be us and other. So. And I, I mentioned this to you, but this always pisses me off in movies where... They give nicknames like that. Like in real life, everyone would just say the aliens. Yeah. Or the zombies. Right. They wouldn't come up with like walkers or they'd be like, holy shit, it's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> After all these years in movies, they exist. It has a name and that's right. what people are going to call them. And if there's a spaceship floating over your city, you're not going to be like these otherly beings. Yeah. You're like, it's fucking aliens. Yeah, the otherers. Yeah, the they're, otherers. They're more otherer than us. The undocumented invaders or yeah. something. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, I mean. They, ambiguous species you immigrants. Know, a stronger a stronger story can get away with it like The Walking Dead. So it, it yeah, doesn't stand exactly. out as much. In something like I mean, this where it's like and, other. And in a movie like and in when they do do it in something like a Walking Dead, it's to specifically keep it from feeling like a movie. Like yeah. I think those writers obviously know in real life that someone would call them zombies. Yeah. But they just don't want to be like a zombie movie. They're, yeah. You know, so they're trying to separate it a little bit. Just another zombie movie. Just another alien right. movie. All right. So, so I'm, I'm anxious to see if we kept a Well, perfect, I was significantly bored agreement. by this movie. So what's your entertainment score? One. One and a half. Ah, damn, damn, damn you, movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, I'm actually kind of sad. I know. I was thinking about going one and a half, but I was like, no, I was significantly like waiting for this uh, to end. A one for me... <laughs> With Limitless last week, I gave it a one because I had to walk away from it. I didn't have to walk away from this one. I would have, though. I was significantly if, if, bored, though. I would have if, if we weren't watching it for this. Yeah, you're right. I was significantly bored, but I, I wouldn't have And you don't care about the characters? I don't think I would have stopped watching it, though, on my own. So I think I would have made it through. That's why I'm giving it a one and a half. I was... I, was I think bored, I just would have like got on the computer off. and not been pay paying attention to it and just let it play while I'm... Yeah, you don't tend to have the, like... Emotional, visceral like, reaction yeah that i do i get real pissed off but that was about pretty stuff. close they were only half a point off for yeah the thing. yeah so i'm trying to see if there was anything else uh so you just gave it yeah one i gave and it a half one and a half because board. there wasn't enough action everything yeah. was ham-fisted and contrived didn't uh, look good nothing was memorable i story didn't make sense i was making my notes after like the same day that i watched the movie i had to fucking look up the ending i couldn't even remember what the ending was because that's how unmemorable this movie was so yeah, yeah. you're right i mean i don't remember i think it just ended kind of open-ended because they wanted more movies yeah so you gave it a 5.5 yeah. total mm -hmm. all right so i did one and a half in every category so, so you could have a six mine was a six so we've got an 11.5 for total okay. there all right let's see if we can keep it somewhat alive with i am number four which was, like I said, from 2011 and a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. So ostensibly twice as good. Let's I think I'm going to be different than you on this one. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at that either. So let me give a quick quick summary of it. Uh, our main protagonist has a fake name it, that he goes by, John Smith. He is one of nine alien beings that come from 
the planet Lorien. Lorien has been destroyed by other alien beings called Mogadorians. Uh, they call like them that. Mogs for yeah, short. Yeah, Mogadorians. So there are these nine. Mokavorians yeah, there are these nine super aliens running around Earth, and the Mogs hunt them down one by one. So it starts with the number three alien being killed. Which is why we move on to our protagonist, number four, who conveniently tells us, I am number four. Uh, each of these aliens. <laughs> also in the movie. Yeah, sure, sure. Or the title. Uh, yeah. Uh, each of these numbered aliens has a guardian along with them. So. The, like a bodyguard sort yeah, of. Yeah, so number four's guardian is played by Timothy Oliphant. His, in the, in, his name's Henry in the movie. So those are really our two main characters. And the movie is just number nine and Henry running from the Mogadorians. So they go to a new city. John Smith slash number four wants to go to school, just desperately. Cannot, yeah, he just has to go to school. the idea of not going to school. God damn it, I gotta go to high school. Yeah. So he, why? So he goes, he goes to high school. He falls in love with a hot girl named Sarah, who's played by Diana Agron. Uh, he becomes friends with a weird kid named Sam, played by nobody. He makes enemies with football jock named Mark, who is played by actually some guy from Supernatural. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the guy who was the half-brother. Oh, he was younger, a lot younger in that then. No, that's probably around the same time. He did not look like that tall or anything in the... In Supernatural? Yeah. Well, it's because he's fucking next to Jared. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they tried to make him look like skinny and weak, he's I guess. And in this one, like he's six and, and a half in this feet one, he's tall, playing so. like a jock, so they tried yeah, to make him like bigger, I guess. Yeah, so you're right. He is in a totally different... Um, uh, Character, kind of. Right, right. So, also, I'm, I'm just kind of telling you about the characters, because there's not a hell of a lot of story. I've told you the story already, which is the Mogs are hunting all the aliens. Uh, so there is a dog that shows up to hang out with number four. There is another one of the numbered aliens. Number six is like following them, kind of yeah. trying to clean up their mess. Over the course of it, Timothy Oliphant is trying to get number four to lay low. And he's trying to teach him how to use these powers that he starts uh, realizing he has. Uh, and then at the end, they all have to fight the mogs and they win and then number four and number six team up again they beg for a sequel again everyone says <laughs> no thanks all right let's get right into the ratings so okay. what'd you think about the acting i actually had no problem with the acting in this one really you did, yeah yeah you're right we're you not gonna like agree it? on this one i thought like a lot, everything every time i would look at something and think that it was i think it was related to more dialogue but like oliphant wasn't phoning it in he, he did his oliphant best was the only one who was good yeah, the main guy was kind of like dopey, but I didn't think that the jock guy, he did fine for what he was. I think that the, even the nerd kid for that role, the he did fine. The nerd kid was fine. The girl was whatever. She was the girl. I hit it with a low <clears throat> score specifically because I thought the on-screen couple of number four and the girl was the worst couple we've seen yet. It was... With the worst yeah. chemistry and the worst But, I mean, they had skills. worse chemistry... But they also was like the least amount of interaction too. Like they they only meet each other fairly far into the movie, and they don't really have that many scenes really, other than like the final where he's like chasing, like dragging her around, protecting from the aliens. I, or something. I, it, every interaction they had was wooden. It, they yeah. they had no chemistry, which is funny because they were together in real life. Um, oh yeah. Yeah yeah they were. They aren't anymore. After the movie though, like they met. I think at the they movie, met on the probably. set of the movie, got together for a little while. It was a little bit of a Twilight thing. Uh, and then I think he hit her. They broke really? Up. He like yeah. slapped her or something? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't know the whole story, but I think there were allegations of abuse. Interesting. Yeah. So you're right. Timothy Oliphant did did well, but and yeah, the weird kid was fine. But I was so I was pretty annoyed by the acting of the main guy and the main girl. And I see thought for me, that, it, like yeah, there wasn't great chemistry, but it, the acting didn't strike all right, me as well, being there. I score. just gave it a three. I thought I didn't really? know. Okay, I didn't notice yeah, one I, way or the other. I gave it. I gave it a one. <laughs> Oh wow! I, yeah, I thought they were completely lifeless, and I didn't want to see them together on screen at all. I wasn't pissed, but I thought they were really bad, and I couldn't. It, it was a goop. It, it was the not kind of a great thing pairing. That as I was watching the two of them, I went, "They aren't good in anything." Probably, I couldn't imagine what they would be good yeah. in. Yeah. But you're right. I, maybe I'm being harsh because uh, Oliphant was good. Whatever. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping my 1.5. It. So because I just didn't notice anything about the acting. Anything that was goofy was related to to me more of like the teenager nature of the movie. Right. Where it's just kind of like perfunctory. Not and, even that. Yeah. Just so much as it was like muted and tame. Yeah. Where you could tell that like this. 
it would have been better as a just more adult movie. As, I mean, that's I mean, I'm sensitive I to that though, but that it's, it didn't strike me as an acting or even a casting thing I, per I, se. See, I will. I was just about to say, I I disagree with that. I think that the main guy was miscast because his vibe was a little bit too. I don't. It, dangerous isn't the right word. But serious, he probably a little like too. Like he serious. should have been playing a bully. He right. seemed like he should have been the jock to right. me. Like he he has the look. Uh, he's got the he's got the like action qualities, but he just he seemed threatening. So that's why I did not like him in that role. And then the main girl was just bad. She she just, was just kind of nothing there. But yeah, it didn't strike me as she was acting poorly. They just mm-hmm. didn't have much for her to do in the movie. All right, all right. Like I said, it was an element that they just okay added in. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. So yeah. let's move it on to visuals. Yeah. Uh, what'd you give the visuals? Again, I didn't do it too harsh. I gave two and a half. I gave it a three. Yeah. You want to know why? The dog. I like Oliphant. Oh, you like Oliphant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think we got, I think we got an Oliphant factor going on here. I like Oliphant here. a lot. Um, not really for visual reasons, yeah. but I do like it. But for me, it was... The only parts I didn't really like about the visuals were basically related to choices more than how they did it. The effects were fine. I didn't have a... The, 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 the effects were workable. The they CG were... on the dog was probably the... We- when it got big, was probably the weakest Oh, that was part. so silly looking. It, but you know what? It was a huge fucking dog right. who helped him but what fight I a did monster. Like so I was that, all right with and it. And this will bleed over a lot into structure too. This, to me, felt like the person who made it really had an idea for a story. That they were like, oh, and the, the Merovingians and this, and they would be excited about it and actually came up with a more fleshed out thing. And, you're, and, yeah, you know what you, I mean? So you're right. This is more structure, but we can talk about it now. and we'll Because just, well, it plays yeah. over in the visuals. Like they had ideas for, oh, his hand's going to glow. And it, that's stupid. It's stupid for his hands to just glow for no reason. Yeah. But it didn't look bad. I mean, it looked like they were really glowing. And it, it seemed like they actually were trying to come up with a real like fantasy sci-fi world for this to take place in. They... And they had unique things like they made the aliens like in the other movie the alien was just this like broody kind yeah. of pretty boy and it's right. like he's not a fucking alien right and in this one he, they had like weird face tattoos and special teeth and gills he's on their face about the mogs by the way right the, the bad guy. aliens the bad, so the bad guys were actually yeah, and they tried to make different. them giant and they had special swords that could kill them and different so like there was a, at least a lot happening yeah it was unique and you know it wasn't bad looking special effects wise so it wasn't you yeah know. so what so i agree with you on this movie went for it yeah so we had, had just we just finished watching we just finished watching the fifth wave which probably was, helped this movie a little bit where it was <laughs> afraid of its alien story right, and it was didn't... trying to make everything pretty realistic and pretty down to earth and etc and it made it very boring made it this muted, movie yeah. it starts out with like fucking aliens jumping off of cliffs and right. chasing each other and glowing and, scars and all this oh, other stuff man i kind of like i think my eyes just kind of lit up because i was like holy shit this movie is not afraid There's gonna to be, be about stuff aliens. happening right yeah yeah they're That's gonna be chasing it. each other they're gonna be fighting uh, so it starts off with the bad aliens chasing number three who's not even a character he dies immediately but then when you meet number four you've already seen this just wacko fight scene with all these aliens aliens and creatures and and superpowers exactly and And then the first thing that number four does when you meet him he's like it's like a mountain dew commercial he's at like a high school bonfire party and you meet him because he's doing a a jet ski flip you're like no real person he's like lay low he's like how's this for laying low yeah Yeah, brap (laughs) jet ski so i just was like holy and then his leg starts glowing and his visions and stuff and and the girl goes he's some kind of freak yeah, exactly. <laughs> i like that yeah there's this uh, they went from like super double backflip to, oh yeah, my god you're a freak he's some ki- i liked he's some kind of some freak. kind of freak. i don't know what kind of freak he is but he is <laughs> some, some kind, kind of freak, of a freak. <laughs> which was also ridiculous because they were in the water at night and she was trying to bang him because he did a sweet backflip on a jet right, ski. and then his leg starts glowing and, and she yeah, freaks shit out. just starts glowing i would have thought that a fucking uh jellyfish right got him. or something I'd be like, like that. there's a sea creature yeah, there's some kind of weird creature because he's screaming and like grabbing his leg and it's glowing you wouldn't be like what a freak (laughs) some kind of freak he is a freak of some sort or another i haven't yet classified this particular freak but he's a freak so i i completely agree with you on the visuals i was totally fine with the cg i gave it a three actually i gave it it two and a half uh and i think i bumped it up to that three because i was just like oh we got oliphant in this movie (laughs) i don't get to see oliphant in many movies he doesn't he doesn't show up in movies that i 
He's like done shows more lately. Yeah, and his shows are all like there was that like the Western Santa Clarita Diet or something yeah. is the one he's in recently, but yeah, I haven't seen that. I would at least be willing to watch that. I think that's like a zombie comedy. Well, but, they're like cannibals or something. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but I have no interest in Deadwood or Justified or anything like that. Right. So I don't get to see Oliphant very much. I think I, I always forget how much I like him. I remember there was a point in this movie where. So Oliphant's character does die eventually, but he makes it through like three quarters of the movie. Yeah. There was a point about 20 minutes in where I thought they were going to kill him. And I was like, no, not no, yet. Please, not yet. <laughs> Give me a little bit longer with my Oliphant. Um, <laughs> so I think I, yeah, we got the Hemsworth quotient and then we got the Oliphant factor. So Oliphant my Oliphant factor. factor, I think is about a 0. 0.5. Yeah. So that would put about the same as me as the visuals then. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, all right, cool. So at least we're not too far off on that one i feel kind of bad about the acting score oh man all right well i mean you, i was probably a little high you're probably a little low but it'll average out yeah so we already kind of i think you're probably like in, in retrospect you're probably right about the it, it was pretty bad but it just it was easy to ignore because they weren't making their interaction as much as it was like you know probably a central element to the story in the books the movie didn't it wasn't a huge part of the movie for them to be like their romance really Mm-hmm. You know, like they would just realize that they liked each other and then they started fighting. It was more about fighting the aliens, to right. be honest. So Yeah, this one seemed like it was less geared toward teenage girls and right. more geared toward all teenagers. But judging from the fact... It was unabashedly a sci-fi yeah, movie. Yeah, but so. judging from the fact that they didn't make another one, I'm guessing it was actually geared toward nobody right. uh, except Oliphant Or watched fans. by nobody. Yeah, I, I appreciated that they actually gave an adult woman somebody to look at because the last movie <laughs> completely failed at giving like me as an adult female adult heterosexual female something to care about that was going on other than chloe's hair yeah oh that pissed me <laughs> off so much because i'm just like they went through emp your fucking curling iron doesn't work anymore right. girl so and they were not real curls they were obviously curling iron yeah that that really pissed me <laughs> off that was i had a hard time with that one this one at least i mean your main character looks good in every situation but He's a big buff dude, and he's an alien, so of right. course he's going to look good in every situation. Same with Oliphant. Uh, yeah. But let's move on to talk about structure. We already kind of talked about specifics, but what was your score? I give it a two. I gave it a two also. Because I thought that overall, I, like I said, I like that they went for it. I like that they had a real... As, as straightforward, like you said, it's not super in-depth, but as mm-hmm. straightforward as it was, they actually had come up with a like sort of a universe. For me, the the most of the weak element was related to, like I said, the fact that it was like a teenager movie. Yeah. It wasn't serious enough. And they have a few stupid elements like, oh, you love for life. And like, that I could tell oh, that was God. just like yeah. shoehorned in to make it for the girls and he, everything. Even, even the way Oliphant said it seemed like, oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because, Just so you know. Yeah, because the uh, number nine <clears throat> falls in love with this girl, Sarah, and Oliphant is trying to get him to stop going to school, but since number nine's oh, in love... Oh, a girl. No, I'm sorry, not a, number nine, number four. four yeah. But since he's in love with Sarah... He's like, oh, is it about a girl? Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. We love for life. You're stuck with that forever. Well, for, for <laughs> the funny thing to me was that he didn't say, like, oh, now we have to stay because you love for life. He's like, yeah, it's going to suck because we love for life. So it never when, goes away. So when we leave, <laughs> it'll never go away. You'll be it, suffering. It never gets better, <laughs> son. It never gets better. Yeah. We still got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really was. Just like, Jesus you know, like, Christ. Shit, all right. Say goodbye. Right. He even was like, at least you get a chance to say goodbye. Right, the we don't normally. Didn't. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us didn't, so now we just suffer forever. Yeah, and uh, the powers were ill-defined, unfortunately. But so. I mean that was an element because he was supposed to be discovering. But when you don't, when you're not gonna, when you haven't read the books, when you're not gonna see any more movies, you don't really get an idea of what's but, gonna supposed but to I happen. But I don't know why he would it have to discover. It was like a puberty discover. allegory supposed, of like getting boners in yeah, class. Yeah, Instead, his supposed, hands start glowing. Yeah, he really doesn't know what to do with them. He runs into a closet. But it didn't, <laughs> it didn't make any sense that Oliphant wouldn't have known those were going to be his powers and have told him about those powers because even yeah even when they start glowing he's like oh yeah your dad had that <laughs> right like thanks okay. a lot like yeah. oh yeah we love for life i never told you that yeah things. yeah exactly don't so, meet any pretty girls because you'll have to so he's supposed to be keeping they're supposed to be like keeping their home world like the last remnants of the, their home because yeah, there's only alive. like seven of their people you wouldn't left. be like teaching this this young one about all about your all culture. Yeah, yeah, you would be like, you're gonna start to get some powers. Not entirely sure what they are, but you know, your dad's hands glowed. Maybe your hands will glow. Your mom jumped real high up, <laughs> right. real high up in the air. Maybe, really high up. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, real, real high. You'll and probably so that get was that the too. weakness was like just gaps like that and um, just teeny bopper stuff like the loving for life. Yeah, and even the things that were contrived, they did a better job of it than the fifth wave. Right. Like the. The worst example of 
the you know tugging at our heartstrings was the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so little... I mentioned that this dog like finds him and hangs out with him. Well, you, it actually that's one of the things out... that is, is weak at first because they don't explain it for a long yeah, time. Like, like this gecko doing? is like tracking him, and then all of a sudden it morphs into a dog, and then he's like, oh, I found this beagle i'm gonna keep it yeah and so you know there's something up with the dog you think maybe it's bad i don't know but yeah. then it doesn't do anything for a while until the the aliens release these big creatures these big like lizards and um then the dog gets huge and starts fighting for him and he's like oh cool and then abandons it yeah. to like die like yeah. saves so his the dog, life the dog the dog ends up uh killing one of the huge lizard creatures saving his in life. a really ridiculous looking fight but i was like go where it dog, gets its go. ass kicked for most go, of it dog, go and it's yeah. getting like stabbed by the lizard thing and then you see it like simp like whimper off and go to lay down yeah, to die basically yeah, it lays down in a shower in like its beagle form and ostensibly Shiver. dies and so then your main characters are like oh okay thanks dog and they actually they didn't even say thanks dog someone explains to the main character what the dog was he goes oh okay kind of shrugs it off when it was like saving go, his life they're about to go right off into the sunset and, comes, and the little dog comes limping back, back out of the shower like, thanks like, a lot oh, motherfuckers hi, dog. <laughs> yeah. and I pick him up and they're just like you weren't even gonna go they didn't get go back body. and look yeah, yeah to get his body <laughs> we're hugging our dogs in the right. background like I would never do that to you oh my god like they didn't yeah. even go check on it they're just like oh I guess it yeah. died yeah oh, oh well, that and sucks like, those well, lizard things are a real nasty way to go <laughs> and so. I also there were some elements that they didn't really explain maybe just in the movie but like why they were killing the people in a particular order. I mean, I to me, it struck I, me as the only reason they did that was so that you knew that they were coming after him next. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't know if they had to kill them in an order. Right, or if or it meant anything. It was or, just, yeah. And that was a significant... I mean, that whole movie is I Am Number 4, and they killed three already. Yeah. But And he was supposed to get, like, flashes of when the one previous to him was killed. Right, and also, so the, another one of the girls... Or one of the aliens shows up and is a girl, and she has her powers already too. Yeah. And so she's helping a fight, and I'm like, she's so much better than him. Too. She's super good. <laughs> she's sort of kicking our asses, and I'm like, yeah. why wouldn't you just meet up with all the other aliens? That's what they're do going to do at the end. Actually, they're going to. You find don't remember the other that? Yeah. I mean, I sort of they, remember it, but like, wouldn't yeah. you, that have been the plan all along? Because the, the bad guys are like taking them out one well, by leading, one. Yeah, they're taking them out one by one. There's only four or five of the bad guys, and leading up to it, you sort of get the impression that the bad guys are really tough to kill. And they would be without their powers, but once they have their powers, they're they're ba they're, they're more powerful than the bad guys. Mm -hmm. They were like the two of them were taking on like they four were. or five of yeah. the bad guys. Yeah, especially with the girl, he right. he kind of sucked. And there was yeah. well, he was still supposed to be learning his powers yeah. and stuff. But even in that form, he they were doing fine. There was only two of them, and there was only five or so of these bad aliens. Yeah, that we know of that were on Earth, mm -hmm. and they were not having too much trouble with them. Like, wouldn't you just squat it up on them or mm -hmm. something? And yeah, yeah, I will say. I don't know a lot about this, so I was trying to decide if I was even going to mention it. It's funny that you said something about whoever wrote this book had a more of a yeah, actual a, a thought-out world, yeah. which is kind of funny because I know that this book is kind of like a book mill type thing. Really? Yeah. So maybe they just used a bunch of elements that like plug I think and play. It must have just been a more skilled writer right. like sitting in a room going, okay, here are the elements and just putting them together in a better way than the last one. Well, I think what made it seem that way is not even that it was put together in a better way, but just even something as simple as having names for everything. Yeah. Which is like you said, it could be some someone who's just an actually good writer, but it's not their story. Just being like, oh, we'll name the aliens this. and Because that is what right. those type of stories are like. Yeah. When someone comes up, they have all these crazy names for everything and mm -hmm. little bits of background information that you don't really need, but they kind of flesh it out. Yeah. But like, yeah, that could just been a skilled writer recognizing that that's the difference yeah. between something like... Like, I'm not doing something I care about, but I'm going to do it the right. right way. Right. I'm at least going to give the aliens names mm -hmm. and name the planet that they came from and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And it helps that this one wasn't so desperately trying for that same Twilight and Hunger Games crowd. Right. It, it did not do a love triangle. It Well, it tried to do a little bit of a love triangle with with the football job. But that was never really like yeah. a thing that you thought that she was going to be like choosing. Right. She, uh, qu pretty quickly. It was right more up, of a rivalry already, than a triangle. Right, it was a rivalry because yeah. she was like already not interested in the football guy from the right. beginning of the movie. Okay, so tell me, what's your what's your entertainment score? I gave it two and a half. I gave it two and a half Because it was also. like, just a, like the little elements, like it was a kid, it was mostly a kid kids movie not like a young kids movie but you know it was a, for teenagers so there was some things missing and like we mentioned in the structure there were elements that 
made it a little bit, you know, they didn't flesh it out enough or, and stuff like that. So it was, it was relatively, when you're watching it, you're at least wondering what's going to happen and anxious to see, you know what I mean? Yeah. And visually, there's at least interesting looking things happening. It wasn't a boring movie. It just wasn't super, you know, I appreciated, good. especially after <clears throat> the fifth wave in which nothing, nothing fun happened. happened. Yeah. But this one at least tried to make it fun. Yeah, it had some fight scenes. It started scenes off with cool. a silly fight scene. It ended with a silly fight scene. I would say it had a strong beginning and a strong end. The yeah. middle dragged. A little bit, uh, yeah. Whenever he was just at school and like, right. I gotta go to class. and My, blah, blah, my blah. boner hands are happening yeah. in class. <laughs> yeah, that part, those parts were fairly boring, but it, 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 the beginning and the end were enough that you, you walk in with... I don't want to say high expect. Okay, so you have low expectations because you're like, this movie's going to suck. Yeah. It surprises you at the beginning with a fun fight scene. And then by the time you're getting a little bit bored, at the end, it leaves you feeling good with another fun fight scene and a little right. dog that comes limping. And, you know. And it, for the most part, they have explained everything. In the middle, you get to look at Oliphant, you know. It's, <laughs> and I mean, uh, they do like explain generally what's happening. There's no huge elements of you being like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like it's some in the beginning, you're like, I don't know what this is, but they, for the most part, they explain what's happening. So mm-hmm. you're not left like really scratching your head over too much. Yeah. All right. So run through, you gave it a three, a three, two and a half. Three, two and a half, two, two and a half. Ten. Wow. Ten's pretty high. I gave it a nine, actually. Yeah. So, because so, I did one and a half, three, two, and two and a half. So that's a 19. So, yeah, uh, we gave this one a 19 total versus. 11 and a half. It was much more of a fun wave. movie than the it other was, one. It Even was. though it wasn't super good. It, it wasn't was, begging so much no. for our for It didn't fit acceptance. the feeling that it was trying too hard. So even if it was like a stamped out one, they did a much better job of at least making it appear that it wasn't. Yeah, and it seemed like it was could have been enjoyed by both uh, girls and boys, whereas a fifth wave was, was strictly very a romance. Squarely, yeah, yeah, just set on the backdrop of an alien invasion. And there was reason. nothing for adults in the fifth wave. I think that... In order to really get a bunch of money for these, you have to have something that at least some of the adults. Yeah, I mean can that was the problem with the fifth way is, is you got the impression that it was made from how like the perspective of a kid trying to where you know like they're focusing on the things that kids would focus on about what's bad about an apocalypse and what's good you know things like that and what would be scary for kids or what would be cool for kids or trying to make kids part of it like oh they're going to turn the troops into or the kids into troops when in real life there would be nothing no like no eight or nine year old kid would ever have a part in anything yeah they were they were literally going to be sending seven year olds into battle right these the alien um plan for the fifth wave was make any laughable. Yeah. I mean, th- it can't be that that's what it was. I am going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say in future books... No, I'm assuming that's books, why. And that's, I mean, that's why they did that is because they wanted young kids to be able to, like, just like with a Harry Potter thing where they in- can see themselves in these positions. Yeah. It's just, if you're going <clears> to <throat> compare it to Hunger Games, that did it much better because it was just like any children between well, the age of Well, there was a reason for and, why yeah. they, would, they did that. Whereas yeah. in this one, the reason was totally nonsensical. Right. You're going to pick a seven-year-old, put a helmet on him and give him get a him gun fight the humans like they would just get their asses kicked anyway of course well i think that is going to do it for us this week thank you for listening for giving a new podcast a chance might be the last time i say that since we're coming up on the yeah i was asking how long is it new yeah yeah i think as of next week i probably can't call it too new of a podcast anymore if you'd like to get in touch with us our email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com and hopefully we will catch you next week see ya